Welcome to the Freedom Word Podcast with Apostle Ken Kojo Safu of the Freedom Center International East Legon Branch. Apostle is a spirit man, a teacher of the word. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. You are destined to reign. You are destined to reign. You are destined to reign. You are designed to reign. You are created by God to have dominion. A man that moves with the spirit and by the spirit, championing the commission of raising overcomers and setting the captives free, you surely set up for a glorious encounter. Now the word. And we say to him that sits on the throne, to him be all glory, to him be all honor and praise adoration. Your name alone be praised. Even in the name of Jesus we pray. The entrance of your word will bring us to the place where we are built up, where we are perfected, where we are liberated, where we are empowered even to fulfill destiny and walk the walk of life. Even in the name of Jesus, I pray the demonstration of your spirit and power that the faith of your people shall rest upon your power. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You want to take your seat in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Oh, amen. amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So we have been looking at the armor of the believer. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Wave somebody and say, You are welcome to church. Hallelujah. If you're watching us, I welcome you to Freedom Center International East Legon. Hallelujah. Amen. And so last week we looked at the, the believers ghetto. Hallelujah. And stand there for having your loins gathered up with the truth of God's word. Amen. So we said that the loins um, is somewhere from your upper hip to your lower hip. Uh, both sides of your body. Hallelujah. Amen. So when he says that, let your loins be gathered up, it's simply an underneath armor that soldiers or people in battle wear to hold them tight and to also hold their armory together. Hallelujah. Amen. So the action of tucking in your tunic where you are able to run well, where you are free to work, where you are placed in that disposition of preparedness is that action that we call getting up your loins. Hallelujah. Amen. So we said that it's something that brings you to the place of readiness for service, effectiveness, and that place where when your loins are gathered up, you are ready and you are stable with strength. Hallelujah. So we came to understand that the truth that we are supposed to get our loins with is the word of God. Hallelujah. And the word of God, Jesus is the truth. Amen. So getting to know the truth who is Jesus, then we get our loins with the truth who is Jesus. Then we are ready to be strengthened. We are ready 
to be stabilized and we are ready to be efficient for the work that is ahead of us. Hallelujah. So this morning we move on to look at the believer's breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. The believer's breastplate if you are not very careful, you will say, <laughs> hallelujah, amen. I am an Ashanti man, so <laughs> I'm taking my time, amen. Oh, amen. The believer's breastplate of righteousness, hallelujah. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, our anchor scripture. But we look at verse number 14 of Ephesians 6. Did you bring your Bible to church? Hallelujah. Ephesians 6. Verse number 14. Stand therefore having your loins gathered up with the truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. So understand therefore that as a believer... If you don't understand your position of righteousness through your identification with Jesus Christ, then you are not ready and prepared for the spiritual battle and the walk of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So, breastplate. The Apostle Paul lists a few pieces of armor worn by the Roman soldier, or the Roman soldiers in his days, and he made an analogy about the spiritual armor needed by the believer. Hallelujah. And the second piece of armor is the breastplate. Hallelujah. And he likened the breastplate to righteousness. Amen. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. So soldiers of that time had another piece of protective armor to ward off the enemy's blow, which is the shield. Hallelujah. So they had the shield to ward off the enemy's blows, the arrows and the attacks of the enemy. Hallelujah. But during the heat of the battle, those arrows and blows could come from unexpected directions. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. And so when there is a heat in battle and the battle has gone fierce, and you have your shield, you realize that the shield will not be enough to, thought, um, to ward off the arrows that are coming from unexpected directions. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So that brings you to the need for a breastplate. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So the breastplate provided protection against unexpected and against on, um, overwhelming numbers of arrows that were thrown to or directed to the Roman soldier. Hallelujah. It was often made of iron. Amen. And it consisted of an overlapping uh, pieces of metals. Hallelujah. It's like that. It comes like that. Pieces of metals so that it could be a bit flexible that the soldier can kind of move around. Hallelujah. Are you getting the picture? So it's a metal plate, but they have cut it into pieces and have woven it together. And then it's a bit heavy. 
is not only resting on the shoulder and weighing the soldier down, but it's also resting on the waist of the soldier as well. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So this piece of armor uh, protected the vital organs of the soldier during the battle. Hallelujah. So when you look at it, it's, it's, it's front and back. It's like a piece of vest. Amen. Or a waistcoat. Hallelujah. That is made of iron. <laughs> Hallelujah. Or oh, amen. So in our modern day um, language, we would say bulletproof. Hello. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Am I making sense at all? So um, Adams Clark commentary says that as the breastplate defends the heart, the lungs, uh, the lungs, and all those vital functionaries that were contained in that region that we call the thorax. When you study your signs, you would realize that this part of your body, from this part to this, you know, uh, biology students, science students, amen? They call it the thorax. Hallelujah. So, the same way this piece of armor is um, protecting your chest, your lungs, and all those vital um, um, organs, so is your breastplate of righteousness protecting whatever you need for your spiritual existence. Hallelujah. Amen. So in other words, your spiritual existence depends on the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. So how then does the breastplate of righteousness protect us? In, in, in the book of Corinthians, the Bible says that 2 Corinthians 10, it says that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself. Hallelujah. Bringing into captivity every thought, the obedience of Christ. Amen. So the enemies of the believer, Paul um, enumerates them and he says, we are dealing with arguments, amen? We are dealing with um, high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And we are dealing with thoughts that are not of God. Hallelujah. And so as we go on uh, with our daily lives, as we walk the journey of life, as we walk the journey, the Christian journey, you realize that we'll be dealing with some of these things. And so you need the breastplate of righteousness to be in place. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So the breastplate of righteousness is one of our primary defenses against these unexpected and dangerous intrusions of the arrow of the enemy. Hallelujah. So how important then is the breastplate of righteousness? Follow me carefully. Hallelujah. So God promises rewards to those who follow the path of righteousness. Proverbs 11 verse number 4 to 6. Proverbs 11 verse 4 to 6. He says, righteousness do not profit in the day of wrath. But, uh, sorry, riches do not profit in the day of wrath. But righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his path aright. But the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. Hallelujah. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them. But the unfaithful will be caught by 
their own lust. Hallelujah. So a man who walks in the path of righteousness will be delivered from death because his path is right. Hallelujah. What then is righteousness? What then is righteousness? Righteousness is imperative to our spiritual battle. Hallelujah. Righteousness is imperative to our spiritual warfare. Amen. So righteousness simply is having right standing with God. Having right standing with what? Oh, having right standing with what? Hallelujah. So when you have right, stand, right standing with God, you have what? Righteousness. Hallelujah. So does then the righteousness of God protects the soul and the conscience of the believer. Hallelujah. If Satan will succeed in stripping you off, amen, of the righteousness of God, then he can wound your heart and your conscience and that will result in spiritual death. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Am I speaking to some believers here? The righteousness comes to the believer in two um, classifications. Righteousness comes to the believer in two classifications. Number one, we have the imputed righteousness of God. Amen. The imputed righteousness of God where we are declared righteous by God's grace through faith in Christ. Hallelujah. Where we are declared righteous by um, God's grace through faith in Christ. Hallelujah. That is the righteousness of Christ credited unto the believer. Hallelujah. That is why uh, you would hear that God will not look at you. He looks to you or he looks at you through Christ. Hallelujah. In Christ you are righteous. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Oh, amen. So the righteousness of Christ credited to us where we are justified and brought into right standing with God. Hallelujah. That is the imputed righteousness that we attain as believers. Number two, um, the imparted righteousness. Impacted righteousness. That which Christ works in us and through the power of the Holy Spirit after we have been justified. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. After we have been justified or after Christ's um, righteousness have been credited unto us, then the Spirit of God or Christ through the Holy Spirit works in us. Amen? Oh, amen? To enable us and to empower the process of sanctification in the life of the believer. Hallelujah. Say the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. So the believer must not only believe in righteousness, but he must put it on as a breastplate. Hallelujah. You must not only believe in righteousness, but you must put on your righteousness as a breastplate. Amen. In other words, righteousness must be a way of life. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Isaiah 54 verse number 14. Isaiah 54 verse number 14 he said in righteousness shalt thou be established thou shalt be far from oppression 
For thou shalt not fear or be, um, be afraid of the terror that comes to you. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, when a man is established or a believer is established in righteousness, that man is established. Hallelujah. When you are established in righteousness, you shall not fear. Hallelujah. That is why I can declare confidently to you that fear is not your portion. I said fear is not your portion. When you are established in the righteousness of God, oppression is not your portion. That is why I can declare confidently to you by the word of God that oppression is not your portion. Am I speaking to somebody at all? As the believer walks in righteousness, he is protected. As the believer walks in righteousness, he is fearless. As the believer walks in righteousness, Terror is far from him. May that be your portion. I said, may that be your portion. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So righteousness before God is the basis of our authority. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Until you understand and receive the gift of righteousness from God. There is no way you can exercise authority over the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, the essence of this teaching is to place you on a pedestal where you are fully equipped. Hallelujah. Where you are fully armored. Amen. To walk the walk of life and to operate in your full capacity as a child of God when you are faced with that spiritual battle. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So righteousness then brings the believer or the child of God to the place of boldness. Hallelujah. In Proverbs 28 verse number 1, Proverbs 28 verse 1, the Bible said, the wicked flee when no man pursued him. Hallelujah. The wicked flee when no man pursued him. But the Bible said, but the righteous are as bold as the lion. Oh, hallelujah. The righteous are as bold as the lion. Do I have some righteous people in the house? I said, do I have some righteous people in the house? When a man has right standing with God, he is as bold as the lion. That is why I can tell somebody by the inspiration of the spirit that this morning you are living here with boldness. I said, you are living here with boldness. When a man walks in the righteousness of God and accept the righteousness of God as a gift and operate in that righteousness. That righteousness produces power for that believer. Am I speaking to somebody at all? I said that righteousness produces power for that believer in prayer. Joe, um, James chapter 5 verse number 16 the Bible said the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availing much. Hallelujah. And when you read other renditions of the Bible, the Bible said the persistent and the heartfelt prayer of the righteous make tremendous power available. Oh, hallelujah. Do I have some believers in the house? Do I have some righteous people in the house? Can I speak to somebody? As you rise up in prayer, as a righteous child of God, may you experience the power of God even in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Amen.
so. This righteousness it has nothing to do with our works. Hallelujah. It is with the perfect sinless life of Christ that is imputed and imparted through faith to the believer. Hallelujah. Um, Bible says that uh, uh, self-righteousness, they are like filthy rocks in the sight of God. Isaiah 64 verse number 6. Hallelujah. He says that we are all as unclean sin and all our righteousness are as filthy rocks and we do fade as leave and our iniquities as wind have taken us away. Hallelujah. So self-righteousness then is the denial of the redemptive work of Christ on the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. When you think that you can save yourself, when you think that you can deliver yourself and you deny the redemptive work of Christ in that he took our place, died for us, paid the, the, the price for us, then you have denied the redemptive work of Christ where you have come to that place where you are self-righteous. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Galatians 2 verse number 21. Galatians 2 verse number 21 he said, I do not frustrate the grace of God. I do not frustrate the grace of God for it is for if righteousness come by law, then Christ died in vain. Hallelujah. I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness comes by observing the law, then Christ died in vain. Hallelujah. And so to trust in our own righteousness is to reject the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Romans 5, 17. Romans 5, verse 17. The Bible said, For if by one man's offense, death reign by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. That as sin has reigned, Romans 5, 21, um, as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible said, if by one man's offense, death reign, then the same way that um, through the, the offense of one man, Adam, death reign, the same way the death or the obedience of Christ, life should also reign. Hallelujah. But most of the time, we are it's very easy to accept the fact that um, we are all sinners. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. We, we are able to accept that fact. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. In sin, we were conceived. Hallelujah. Because one man what? Sinned. Amen. But the same way that one man sinned and death reigned, that same way another man, the second Adam, hallelujah, oh hallelujah, he was found perfect, he was without sin and blameless, and through that same man, hallelujah, or oh, am I speaking to somebody at all, through Jesus Christ, we have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness that we should reign in this life, hallelujah, 
Oh, hallelujah. So grace then is the totality of the blessings of God, the provision and the power of God that is manifested on behalf of the believer. Hallelujah. But in the scripture we read, you realize that it tells us that it is through righteousness that this grace flows through us. Hallelujah. So grace, which is the totality of God's blessings, comes to us through the gift of righteousness and it produces in us eternal life. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. How then does righteousness express itself or manifest itself in the believer's life? Hallelujah. Follow me closely. How then that does the righteousness express itself or manifest itself in the believer's life. Hallelujah. Amen. So righteousness expresses itself in the believer's life through holy living. Hallelujah. Amen. Through holiness. Amen. Amen. Romans 12 he said, I beseech you therefore brethren, hallelujah, that ye may present your bodies as what? Living sacrifice, pure and holy, blameless unto the Lord, that you may not conform unto this world, but be what transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, holy living is an expression of being established in the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. In other words, righteousness from God is the grounds on which the believer is established or planted. Amen. And out of it flows the holy living, which is the fruit that grows out from that ground. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Am I making sense at all? Hallelujah. So holy living is then living according to the word of God, which is the word of righteousness. How can a man keep himself pure and holy according to what the word of God. Hallelujah. Psalm 119 verse number 144. Psalm 119 verse number 144. The righteousness of thy testimonies is everlasting. The righteousness of thy testimonies is what? Everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall live. Hallelujah. So David is saying that the righteousness of the testimonies of God, the written word of God, is the righteousness of the testimonies of God. Hallelujah. And he's then asking God for understanding into these everlasting testimonies. Amen. That he might live by them. Hallelujah. Psalm 119 verse number 172. Psalm 119 verse number 172. He said, my tongue shall speak of thy word. And for all thy commandments are righteous. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. My tongue shall speak of thy word. And for all thy commandments are what? Righteous. Hallelujah. Or your commandments are righteousness. So, in other words, God's word is the word of righteousness. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Say the word of God is the word of righteousness. Hebrews 5, verse number 13. Hebrews 5, verse number 13. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. 
Hallelujah. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of what? In the word of what? For he is a babe. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, um, let me just take you back. So, what we all understand is that, oh, if you're a student of the Bible, let me put it that way. If you're a student of the Bible, then you will understand where the scripture says, desire the sincere milk of the word of God. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, he, he compares our, our, our desire for the word of God as a child desiring milk. Amen. Oh, amen. So, when a baby is born, he desires milk from the breast of its mother or his or her mother. Hallelujah. So as um, he compares then that if you use milk, then you are unskillful in the word of righteousness. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. What it means is that we do not have to stay in the place or in the level of milk. Hallelujah. We must graduate into what? Eating meat and what? Bones of the word of God. Hallelujah. When you look at a physical um, a baby or a child, when he has outgrown in terms of physical stature and he is still breastfeeding, amen. <laughs> Let me use uh, Sean for instance. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Can you imagine Sean still breastfeeding? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Then it becomes very abnormal. Hallelujah. The same way in our physical eyes is very abnormal for a child who have attained certain stature to desire um, uh, milk, physical milk. It's the same way that as people of God, when we are born into Christ, we are babies, but we must grow and graduate into eating meat and graduating into bones in the word of righteousness. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, amen. So God's word then reveals to us how to live the righteous life. Hallelujah. The word of God reveals to us how to live the righteous life. Hallelujah. Amen. We all know the account of um, Abraham um, in Genesis 12 when God called him out of a place and he did not know where he was going but he obeyed God. Hallelujah. In that, in that he left his father's house. He left his country. He left his kindred. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. And as God would deal with him in so many um, accounts, you realize that he had come to that place where God would speak to him. He would also speak back to God, build an altar to God, trusting the Lord for his word to come to pass. Hallelujah. And it came to a point where God had promised him that he would give him a son out of his own loins. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. But it was taking a bit of time for that promised child to come to pass. Hallelujah. And so we read in the book of Romans that he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Amen. But was strengthened in faith giving glory to God and fully convinced that he, had, he who had promised was also able to perform. And the Bible says that it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. So Abraham began with an unwavering belief and faith in God. 
Amen? In Genesis 17, there's something that you realize that when God was still speaking to Abraham at some point, he, he spoke back to God and he said to him that, let Ishmael live before you. Hallelujah. And he was doubting. His faith was wavering. Hallelujah. At this point, he was about um, 98, 99 years. Hallelujah. Wavering at the promise of God. And so he said, shall a, a son be born unto a 99-year-old, a 100-year-old man? Hallelujah. Oh, amen. But he did not stop at that unwavering belief in God. But he based his actions and his life on faith in God. Hallelujah. And that was accounted unto him as righteousness. In Hebrews 11, he says that by faith, Abraham um, obeyed when he was called out to a place which he would afterward receive as an inheritance. And when he went out not knowing where he was going, by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as a foreign um, country, dwelling in tents with Isaac, Jacob, and with the heirs of him of the same promise. Hallelujah. So, by the obedience at God's word. Amen. By the obedience to the word of righteousness, it was what accounted unto him as what righteousness. Hallelujah. Follow me. Amen. Oh, amen. So, how can imperfect people be righteous? Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So, looking at Abraham, he was ready to obey God in whatever he commanded him for. Hallelujah. Let us consider one man um, that is, um, we know him, but this story is not too popular. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. A man who was called righteous in the Bible, whose righteousness isn't obvious at a first glance. Amen. Oh, amen. So, Abraham's nephew, who is called Lot. Hallelujah. He's one of the people that scripture refers to as righteous. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Genesis 19. Genesis 19. Before Genesis 19, um, Lord had left his, his uncle Abraham and has gone to settle. He pitched his tent. The Bible said he pitched his tent near Sodom. Hallelujah. And gradually he was in Sodom. Amen. Wave somebody and say, be careful where you pitch your tent. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the story goes where um, the sins and the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah have come before God and God was about destroying Sodom and Gomorrah. Hallelujah. So he sent angels um, in the form of men to visit. And they came to Lord. He fed them Genesis 19, and gave them um, a place to lodge. Hallelujah. And whilst they were lodging in the house of Lord, the men of Sodom, hallelujah, came and requested, <laughs> requested that Lord will give these angels unto, the, unto them for hallelujah. Oh, amen. Can you imagine? <laughs> God have mercy. <laughs> oh hallelujah oh amen 
Enambia ansumu. Amen. Oh, amen. They came demanding that um, um, Lord will give these angels to them for sex. But Lord instead offered to send his daughters unto them. Hallelujah. And the Bible said these angels struck the men of the city with blindness to protect Lord and told him and his family to get out of the city. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So by the instruction of God, Lot and his family left Sodom. Hallelujah. Where they were living Sodom and his wife looked back. Amen. And they said that he turned into what? Oh, he turned into what? Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So how is it then that Lot came to be called a righteous man? Hallelujah. Second Peter 2. Second Peter 2. 6 and 7. Amen. Amen. Listen to this very carefully as we round up. The breastplate of righteousness. Second Peter 2. Second Peter 2. Fix my screen for me. Second Peter 2. 6 and 7. The Bible said, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction. Hallelujah. Making them an example to those who afterward will live ungodly. Amen. And delivered righteous Lord. Hallelujah. He delivered what? Who was oppressed with the filthy conduct of the wicked. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Even though Lot had his own shortcomings and human failings, God considered him to be righteous man. Amen. Verse number 8, he said, For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Hallelujah. That righteous man tormented his righteous soul by what? Dwelling among them and seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you find yourself among people who are lawless, amen, Oh, am I speaking to some believers here? Your soul is what? Tormented. Hallelujah. When you want to stand for that which is right, your soul is what? Tormented. When you want to live right for God in this perverse generation, your righteous soul is what? Tormented. They will tell you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, am I speaking to somebody at all? A lot. Uh, you, you are living in the, is it fourth and third generation? Hallelujah. Oh, amen. You are living in the Kolo. Hallelujah. So, rather than adopting the sinful ways of those around him, he rather chose to obey the commands of God. 
Hallelujah. It talks about Moses, the Bible said. He chose to be an Israelite. Hallelujah. Where he would rather um, forsake the passing pleasures of Egypt. Amen. Oh, amen. I'm here to encourage you. In spite of what is happening, in spite of what the world is doing, do not be conformed to the systems and to this world. Hallelujah. But rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind through the word of God. Hallelujah. Lord continually obeyed God and sin was going around him. He was deeply disturbed by the lawlessness and sin was going around him and God then brought him deliverance. Hallelujah. And he was called a righteous man. Hallelujah. His obedience then to God's commands and his desire to follow the way of God made him a righteous person. Hallelujah. Lord a righteous man. Hallelujah. And that breastplate of righteousness saved Lot from destruction. Hallelujah. That's what breastplate of righteousness. Choosing to walk in the word of righteousness save Lot and his family from destruction. Hallelujah. This morning I present to you that may you choose to walk in the way of righteousness. I said may you choose to walk in the way of righteousness. Choose to walk in obedience to God's word. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what men are doing. It doesn't matter what people are doing. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Am I speaking to somebody at all? There, there is this um, um, post that I saw on um, Facebook. It's, it's a bit contradictory to um, scripture in a way though, but it, it speaks volumes. You see one man um, with a big space of stairs climbing up. Hallelujah. And a lot of crowded people with small space of stairs. Hallelujah. Amen. And it says that it is not always the case to follow the crowd. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody at all? The Bible said the lean way leads to the path of what eternal life and salvation. Hallelujah. But the broad way leads to what destruction. Amen. So sometimes you look at the crowd and the masses and that is what the masses and the crowd are following. But the Bible said the broad way leads to what destruction. Hallelujah. Lord chose the path of what obedience unto God's word. The breastplate of righteousness save him from destruction. Hallelujah. And this morning as you put on the breastplate of righteousness as an armor of God, you are protected from every distraction of life. I said you are protected from every distraction of life. How do we then put on the breastplate of righteousness? God's word, his commandments are the word of righteousness. And we can put that on by obeying. 
obeying his word. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. So Paul in 2 Corinthians, I've already said verse 10, 5, casting down arguments and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. In your work with God, in your daily work, in your daily pursuit, you realize that every action you take, every step you take, it comes as a thought. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Every action you take begins with what? It begins with what? Amen. So, before somebody would do something, it comes as a thought. Hallelujah. That is why you have to guard your mind. Hallelujah. You see, you, you, you can guard your mind. You cannot prevent evil thoughts from coming into your mind. Hallelujah. But do not give residence to evil thoughts. Am I speaking to somebody? When you give residence to evil thoughts, then it is conceived, it is nurtured, and then it is what birthed. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to some believers here? See the breastplate? of righteousness hallelujah so every action starts with what a thought that that lady is nice oh. look at the look at the and then two and then two am i speaking to some believers do i have some guys in the house oh hallelujah amen oh amen so those days that you were a child you enter the kitchen and the soup is there. You look left. The thought comes. <laughs> How many witnesses in the house? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Am I speaking to some believers here? So that thought comes. And an action must follow. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. But when you have the breastplate of righteousness, which is the breastplate of his word of righteousness, you refuse that thought. You cast out that thought. Hallelujah. You bring that thought into obedience of Christ. Am I speaking to somebody at all? That is why Paul is urging us that we should put on the breastplate of righteousness because we are dealing with thoughts. We are dealing with things that will exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Uh, do I have some believers in the house? Arguments will come into your mind. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Is it good? Is it right? Oh, this is okay. Hallelujah. You'll be arguing in your mind. Say, you'll be arguing in your mind. Say, I'll be arguing in my mind. Oh, hallelujah. There are times you say, oh, let me just go and do it and then I'll seek forgiveness. <laughs> Arguments going on in the mind. Hallelujah. But when a man when a man is grounded in the word of God, when a man's mind dwells on the word of righteousness, which is the word of God, when a man has put on the breastplate of righteousness, you stand in that place and in that position where you are able to cast down the arguments that 
comes into your mind. You are able to cast out every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. You are able to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I pray this morning, may you be empowered. I said, may you be empowered. May you be empowered to make the right choices, even in your life, in the name of Jesus. I said, from this morning, may you be able to make the right choices, because your mind is based on the word of God. Am I speaking to somebody at all? I said, from this morning, make the righteous choices in your life. May the spirit of God empower you to make righteous choices in your life. Why? Because you are grounded and established in the word of righteousness. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. When you have learned to put on the breastplate of righteousness, your spiritual existence hangs on that breastplate. Am I speaking to somebody at all? Your vital organs rest or, or depends on your breastplate of righteousness. Your ability to walk the walk of the Christian life. The ability to run the race. Like Paul said, I have run the race. I have finished my course. Uh, am I speaking to somebody at all? You must come to that place where your mind is grounded in the word of righteousness. It is from this point that you'll be able to make righteous choices in your life. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Hallelujah. You want to rise to your feet this morning. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. We want to pray. Paul, Paul said, Paul said, the good that I want to do, the good that I want to do, I cannot do it. But the evil, the bad that I don't want to do, that is what I find myself doing. Oh, wretched man, who will save me? Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. You want to pray? I don't know where you stand. But you are praying to God. That, oh God, help me by your spirit to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Spirit of God, help me, oh God, even in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Thank you and God bless you for tuning in. I have no doubt whatsoever that you are blessed. Connect with us at Freedom Center International on all social media platforms. God bless you and stay connected. Shalom.